Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a minute. It really has. I feel very rusty. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting ride. Um, yeah, so we are back. We took a bit of a hiatus, um, a bit rebranding, regrouping, um, just trying to figure out where we want to take this podcast. Um, also, we just needed a little mental break because it's been a rough one. Yeah, it's been a rough one. Your 20s is hard enough, which nobody talks about. It's kind of annoying. That's hard enough. And then you add a pandemic on top of it. And it just, and then you're not doing like your job isn't something that you love, want to be doing. And it just creates a nice little cute little ball of stress. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it just feels like, it's like you're in the ocean and it's another wave that hits you and another wave that hits you and you're trying to come up for air. And for the solid, what, three weeks that we've been gone, I just feel like we've been drowning in emotions and like fatigue I know I've been really tired um and the whole thing about like those survival jobs like Cameron and I are both in survival jobs right now um just trying to save up money to move out figure out our lives whatever and I know for me personally I just feel like it's very frustrating to have these survival jobs because it's a way to get you to the next step but I just feel like I I'm so held back because I'm so exhausted from working so much. Um, I don't know if you relate to that, Cameron, but like, I don't know, it just feels, it just feels like a constant, really bad cycle. So I need to find more balance in my life. Definitely. Like doing, you know, things that I actually enjoy and working and taking care of myself, but also like what's figuring out my next step and applying to jobs and things like that. Yeah, uh, during these past, has it really been three weeks? However long. I don't know. A second part-time job. And that job made me, what was that Kylie Jenner quote where she was like 20, whatever is the year of realizing things. I realized some things in the past two weeks. I realized that I feel like sometimes you get into a cycle of like, oh, once we get to Friday or like gotta make it through the week. And then the weekend's so short, like you're like living for the weekend basically and going through the motions of life and like you got to spice things up um so I quit my second part-time job after two weeks uh and I'm kind of trying to get back on track with like getting my shit together for lack of a better word uh one thing I really want to fix I'm like kind of messy not in a like I guess kind of in a chaotic way like an organized mess if you will mm-hmm. I'm bad at like putting away my laundry everything I don't know where I was going with this sentence but when you were talking about the drowning metaphor in the book that I always quote she said like that one of her clients talks about being in your 20s and finding a job and like figuring out what you want to do is like you're in the middle of the ocean and you can go any direction like there's land in every direction but you don't know which way to go to that is so accurate wow I now I see the land if you will because I know I'm going to school for social work but I'm still doing a, like a quote survival job where I'm just trying to make as much money as I can. And cause Kat and I are trying to move out soon again. Yay. Yes. And th- this is like, this is really, we really got to make this happen. Yeah. Okay. Cameron and I are trying to move out, be roommates. We're trying to figure out where we should end up. I don't know that in itself, very exciting, but also scary, but we just need to, uh, I just feel like we need to take the jump. Yeah. 
That's but it. I don't know when that is. But I also want to make sure that we'll be able to survive. That's what I'm saying. And I think I like, I think for some reason I was like, I have to have like, let's say 10 to 20,000 saved up before I move out. So I can have a mm-hmm. company. But the reality is, as long as I keep, as we keep working, we're not going to be on the street. We might be cutting it close, but we're not going to be on the street because we're not, we're going to be having money coming in. Right. Paycheck to paycheck, dip into savings a little bit. <laughs> but like, we're not going to be in a cardboard box somewhere with bad credit. That won't be us. Yeah. I don't want that bad credit. Yeah. That's honestly, weirdly enough, an actual fear of mine is like, not being able well not only not being able to move out and like start my life but then the fear of like okay I eventually move out start my life and then the possibility of like becoming homeless that's that's like I don't know that's a very daunting fear of mine um because it's a possibility but I know my parents will support me no matter what but you know, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know why I have that fear. I guess it's because I'm the baby of my family and I see all my other siblings and they've like created successful lives for themselves. Um, and I'm like, I just want that. I want that, but I'm so far from their age. Mm -hmm. And then my fear is like, will I ever get to that point of, uh, of success? But also, what is success? I don't know. I think one of my like biggest fears when it comes to moving out is being on my own for a little bit and then something happens and I have to like quote give up and go back home. Like I can't afford it or like whatever maybe mm-hmm. and I guess like admit to quote failure. Not that it's a failure if you end up back at home. Yeah, that is something I worry about. But I keep hearing that we really just have to do it. Like there was somebody that I met recently who said they only had like a grand saved when they moved out. And if they can do it, why can't we? We have more yeah. than that saved. We do have more than that saved. We do. Yeah. And, but the, uh, it's also just a matter of where we would end up, end up and like what, I'm kind of rooting for Austin, Texas right now. <laughs> Let us know if you think Austin, Texas is a cool place because so my sister used to live there and I remember visiting her when I was in high school and oh my gosh, I fell in love with that city. It's so cool. So hip. Um, yeah, I just love it. I love, I love Austin. Um, that I fear is living in a conservative area like yeah Austin's weird because it's a pocket Texas is weird in general because they're pockets like Dallas Austin probably San Antonio like there are some pockets that that are more liberal leaning cities but I mean Texas is huge so and I think Texas crosses off a lot on my little list that I have which I need to send you a picture of but like relatively good weather it's Mm. like close to cool things you know that's very big. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to California, Arizona, like, you're in, you're out there. You're in Texas. Uh, and the weather-wise, I think, would be perfect for me. <laughs> yeah. I, after this winter, I was like, I cannot do snow. 
really can't. After, I think, I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast, but we had a big ice storm. We were without heat for a few days and it was just cold and awful outside. And I don't ever want to deal with that. I know Texas had that around the same time Virginia had it, but like, I don't want, I don't want that. Yeah. It being a constant thing every, every winter, I had to shovel my driveway at least 10 times this winter. And my dad had a back surgery. So it was really just me and my mom, but I'm like, I'm the ute. I'm the ute of the family. So I needed to be the one that shovels. And I was over it because I, and then I needed to like rush to work. Oh my gosh. And the ice, I hate scraping ice off of my car. Oh my gosh. I do feel like once now that the sun is out, it's a little bit colder this week, but I feel like now that the weather's getting a bit more tolerable and that I can go for walks and I feel like my attitude has gotten a lot better. Yeah, my mood's definitely better. When you're talking about uh, snow, my sister, apparently, we didn't rush. I didn't even rush to do this. When we were cleaning off her car all those times, like in that short time period, apparently her car is like scratched on the top. And I was like, who did that? Because it looks pretty scratched. Like, it looks pretty bad. Cameron, did you do that? do that. But I don't know how she would have done it either. Unless you know, she used like a shovel to clear it off or something she like that. Shovel, but she wasn't like, like, <laughs> like she, shining style, just yeah, like, yeah. She was, I mean, gentle. So I don't really know how that happened. But yes, I would like to be somewhere warm forever. Not Florida because it's Florida, and not Arizona because Arizona is like the Florida of the West. So I think Texas is perfect. <laughs> I've never heard of that statement before but I mean I guess that makes sense I didn't make it up I definitely got it from someone I don't know where I heard it from but I think it's so accurate yeah that makes sense another thing that we've kind of discovered about ourselves is that we're trying to rebrand this podcast um I think we were just trying to do something that that every other podcast does you know what I mean it's like having a really trendy Instagram like aesthetic we were like going the route of like making a brand out of our podcast and that is way too much work I'm sorry I respect it we don't have the energy well it's also like we create so much content anyway from just producing a podcast itself that it's like this should be enough and we're not, we're not Instagram people. Yeah. So like having to curate, like, what are we going to post on Mondays and Tuesdays? Right. And, it just and I just, I just feel like it wasn't authentic to us um, and what we needed um, because we really just want people to listen to our podcast pretty yeah. much. And we were afraid that people would just stop at the Instagram and that was it. And we were just like a lifestyle Instagram thing. Um, but that's really not our style at all. Um, so we'll be rebranding over the next few weeks, I'm sure. Um, I think we want to do more video-based things, just just doing clips from the show. Because, I, I don't know, we have, I think we're funny. <laughs> and if that's a way to help people come in and listen to us more, that would be that's the ideal, I think. Also, I really love interviewing people and I love to have people on this show. So if 
And if y'all find anybody that you think that we should interview, please let us know. Um, we also just want to expose ourselves and all of you to really cool and interesting people doing really cool and interesting and important things. Um, yeah, I don't think we were getting that much um, click over from our Instagram to the podcast anyway. So it was like, we we're putting in all this work curating. Yeah. Like <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It just wasn't serving us for what we needed. And we were like really just starting to hate Instagram. So we we're like, let's take a step back. What do we really want to do? We thought about just making TikToks for a second because I feel like that I've been seeing a lot of cool uh, TikToks of like podcasters and like really hype videos. But oh, really? That would be cool. Yeah, let us know what you guys think. Um, let us know what you think also about just Instagram as as a whole. Do you feel like it's going to like disappear soon? Do you think that other social medias are taking over? Because Instagram is such a surface level platform. Um, I do like the story aspect of it, but like I, I don't find myself scrolling through people's posts anymore. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Instagram, honestly. It's like not very engaging, fun. I don't know. Even like I, I don't know. It's just not what I, it's not giving what it used to give. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I don't know if that's because we're like getting older or like what, but I don't really find it that fun. I'm like more on Twitter or TikTok. Yeah. Well, TikTok, there's that instant gratification of like, if you don't like something, you quickly scroll through. But with Instagram, you like, you get to decide who you follow and that's it. You can't really see anything else. Like well, it's only based off, off of who you follow. Explore page kind of. Oh yeah, the explore. But sometimes my explore page is so specific. Oh really? Based off of what I search. So I have like yoga stuff, workout, well, worthy enough engagement things. And you're manifesting something there. <clears throat> Jason. My friend just got engaged and I was um, asked to be her bridesmaid. And I was like, heck yes, that's so exciting. Um, but it's just wild that we're in that chapter of our lives that that's a possibility. People have very different phases in their lives and it's kind of bananas. Like one of my college roommates after graduation got married. I was supposed to go, that was my first wedding. I was supposed to like my friends that I was supposed to go to and COVID mm-hmm. happened. But she got married, they bought a house, uh, and now they have several pets together. I'm like, we're at very different stages in our life. Wow. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's just it's just strange that it's it's now not not on a on the horizon for us, but it it could be a possibility because we're out of college, we're into technically adulthood. What? I said for you not me well for you too I'm just saying like if you were dating somebody that could be a conversation that you could have with your partner you're getting so old I don't know it's just very strange because my sister got married the year after she graduated from college yeah my mom got married I think 22 yeah my parents got married I think when they were 24 which is a little time after college but not to be generous about getting married or engaged or anything right now makes me ill like we're so young we're so young where's the rush I don't know I just kind of freaks like we're too young check back in when you have found the right person Cameron 
then yeah. your attitude might change. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's some people that I know that were like, oh, dating. No. Like, I, oh, guys, heck no. Hate them all. And then they meet the, that their person and they're like, wow. Yeah. It's like after you have like annoying experiences with like men and women, whoever, you're just kind of done. <laughs> like, I uh, Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah, honestly, once you like stop trying and it, things just fall into place the way that they're they're supposed to, then it works. Yeah. You're, going back to Instagram, do you remember when you could see your followers or people you followed their activity? That was so chaotic. Why? What? Really? I used to like <laughs> lurk on people all the time. Wait, so what do you, what do you mean you could like, see their activity? You see like what they were liking and commenting on. I didn't know you could do that really oh my god yeah. I even, like, a boy or like a friend or something wasn't texting me back <laughs> I'd like go on Instagram do you ever do you ever like go on snapchat locations to see where people are yeah yeah well, I not- do that too well because I'm like why is that person not texting me back where are they <laughs> and then I'll like go down I'm like oh you're driving never mind kind of scary I don't really like it because sometimes this is not creepy, but like you can go on Snapchat and really, really zoom to see where people are. And I don't like that. I know I've done it before. <laughs> well, also it's just kind of interesting to see, this sounds so creepy. I hope the FBI isn't listening, but it, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm interested to see where people live. <laughs> That's <laughs> FBI, I am, I'm okay. Please don't track me. The only time I've done anything close to that is when uh, the guy from Halloween. This was like years ago. I mm-hmm. he lived. He lives in Maryland. Is this too much information? I don't know. My, my best friend is in Maryland, and I their bitmojis were like so close to each other. It like freaked me out. I I like zoomed a little closer to see. Like, are they hanging out? No, not not that close, but like oh. they could be neighbors is what it looks like. They're not neighbors, false alarm. But I was like, oh my God, the world is too small. I feel like going to JMU is such a big school, but then you have these moments where like the world is so small. We go to this big school and I keep running into people from middle school. What? Like you at know? JMU or you're running into people from middle school? Yeah, I had a- Oh, not me, not me. Cause I'm yeah. from Philly. So that was, that was really different, but like everybody, like people that lived in Nova that went to JMU, they all knew everybody, like they all knew each other, especially if you were in theater, like forget it. Chances are you, you like had summer camp with this person. Yeah. I think it was just I'm glad weird. I didn't have to deal with that, but yeah, it was just weird. Like going to a bar, like seeing somebody from like seventh grade, just blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> not blacked out Oikes. Like, yeah. I remember I was in the the girl's bathroom at Ruby's one time and like I hadn't really been drinking uh and I kept hearing this girl and like this friend group bring up oh my god so-and-so is here and I was like oh my gosh where like I went to middle school with her like everybody you know the girl's bathroom is like very warm friendly you say that and people are like oh my god how do you know her? like you know just bubbly energy and I kept mm-hmm. saying oh my god Michaela that doesn't matter that I said that. I'm like, oh yeah, Michaela, like I know her. I went to middle school with her. And they literally ignored me so aggressively. And I was like, this is not girls' bathroom energy. 
That's uncomfortable. I just told you this story, but I'll tell, I'll tell all y'all. So I was working and this girl came in and was like, oh my gosh, Kat Moser. Hi. And I was like, I don't, I don't know who you are. Like <laughs> I had no idea who they were. And then they said their name. And I was like, oh my gosh. I didn't say that when I was in my head, I was saying that because they looked very different from, yeah. from high school. Um, but, and then I was like, oh, like, what are you up to? Are you living at home? She's like, yeah, and I'm just working at Pilates studio. And I was like, yeah, I'm living at home, working here. She's like, oh, okay. And honestly, it was a little awkward, but I did feel better because I was like, okay, we're all in the same boat. Like yeah. you're also living back at home. So that feels a little bit better. But then I saw this other mom that was a mom of uh, like a friend that I did theater with. And I was like, oh, are you, um, insert name, it's mom. And she said, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Katarina. Like I, I did theater with your daughter. And she, and I was like, oh, is your daughter like living in New York? She said, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. And I just felt like such a doofus because I was here working in my hometown, living at home and her daughter is working um, remotely living in New York. And I told my mom that she is living in New York. My mom's like, why would you live in New York when you're working remotely? Like, I feel like that's just a waste of money, which yeah. is a good point, but also, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, had one of those moments the other day at work. Uh, so my office is mostly like adults, but then there are a few, well, me and one other 20 year old, he's like 25. Uh, and he's been working there for like a few summers and he's in grad school and blah, blah, blah. He got a job to go teach English in the Dominican Republic with like a baseball team down there. Like super cool job. Yeah. And it was a long away party and people got cake, like there were cupcakes and everybody was singing for he's a jolly good fellow and like saying all these nice things about him and like how excited they were for him and just talking about how amazing of an opportunity it was. And I was like, wow, he's getting to leave this trailer for a job that's so cool when will that happen to me <laughs> like I just had a like super happy for him but I just had a moment like it's getting out of here and I'm still here although he's been here for like a while before I got yeah there. I've I've had a few people that I work with at least three people that I've left in the past like two months um to chase their dreams or like go to grad school or they got a job in the field that they went to school for and they're moving and I'm like that's so good for you but then a part of me feels so crushed that I'm still here um but also like they've they've been working at at where I work for longer than I have so I mean I understand um I so think hopefully by like next year I'll be saying the same thing that they are but I got a snapshot of one of them saying like yeah like all I get to I get to like work from home and hang out with my cat and like drink a margarita during the day and I'm having such a good time highly recommend quitting and I was like trying that I'm trying to do that <laughs> honestly I think I was talking to my therapist about this I was like I can either be here living where I don't want to be living working a job that I don't want to be doing or I could be working a crappy quote survival job in a city that I actually want to be in and I think like geographic like location would be such a game changer for us because that would be one like 
step for us in the right direction, I guess, like feeling like we're doing something. And I think that'd be really good for us, honestly. Yeah, gaining that independence. I just feel like the biggest thing for me is that independent feeling. Um, but with independence comes a comes a price tag, you know? And damn, being an adult is so freaking expensive. <sighs> no, it's not expensive. Texas. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure like I'm sure outside of Austin is it's inexpensive but I wonder if Austin itself is expensive I have to go on Zillow after this and like see do you know yeah with a high schooler I was talking about yeah like I think I'm gonna be moving out soon and I was talking to this other co-worker who moved to Richmond recently and the high schooler like was like trying to chip in with advice (laughs) and it was kind of awkward because she was like oh like because I guess her brother moved out a few years ago Mm mm-hmm it was just awkward because she's trying to relate to like us being like yeah like being an adult so expensive blah 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 and she was yeah. like maybe you should think about getting a house or like renting a house and I'm like uh no because then you have to deal with like maintenance and you don't get all the what's the word amenities that you do mm-hmm. with them. Right. Awkward, like <laughs> being like oh, I don't know which is yeah but weirdly enough, though, I have seen that if you rent a house with more people, it's less expensive than, than yeah. an apartment. Which Probably is- because you don't have, like, the gym and other things like that. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't really know. I need to start using, but I don't know if I would. I'd be down for both, honestly, if we could get people to rent a house. Hit us up. Yeah. If you're trying to move out, hit us up. Maybe on the JMU page. Hey, guys. Hey guys, we're Kat and Cameron. We have a podcast. We're super cute, really fun, COVID safe. Don't you love seeing that of like when people are trying to find roommates that are still in college, like they have to say like, we're really COVID safe. Like we don't go out to parties. I'm like, I hope so. So people at JMU are not really being COVID safe, which is just another thing. Apparently at JMU, they have like, like safety police in a way I think it's like student-led but they will like stand on the quad and watch people and if you're not wearing a mask in in like a group of people like they'll they'll tell you to pop a mask on um and I hate what's that what's that thing I guess it's like Barstool JMU or like Old Row JMU whatever F you I'm calling you out you're racist and homophobic anyway so but Rose, the really racist one. Barstool is just like kind of gross sometimes. Barstool's gross and kind of sexist, to be honest. Old Rose is straight up racist, <laughs> like bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I stopped following them. But I saw like a repost of something, and it was a video of of the safety students. And they're like, ah, oh, it's such like party poopers so lame people they said in a more mean words than that but (laughs) (laughs) such party poopers um I was like I don't know they're just trying to do their job uh yeah I I've like people not even just a Jamie are just so entitled they're like people won't let me party during a pandemic people are making me wear a mask what's their problem they're so boring Uh, and it's like maybe you're just not being safe I don't know maybe they're just sorry you just have those luxuries to uh to be able to do those things 
I don't know. F you. Like, grow up, you know? That's why I, I feel like Barstool sometimes I'm like, is this run by freshman? I know it's run by fraternity and I can't remember which fraternity it is. But I'm like, oh, the freshman in charge of this sometimes because although some people are like oh they're like six year seniors yeah that would make sense that would also make sense yeah that would also either either freshman or sixth year there's no in between yeah i could not imagine being in college in undergrad for six years i especially couldn't imagine being in college right now with covid and everything yeah right i mean as sad as it was to graduate during a pandemic like at least we don't have to deal with virtual class i would never be able to pay attention i didn't when we had class what all my synchronous so i just i had i had i think i had one real class um and then the rest was like student teaching things um which was fine i could just like sit and hang out um but I also, I had to like moderate students, like freshmen and sophomores. So they made sure to participate. Oh God. But, dude, it was so annoying. And like, I, I feel so bad for teachers because like they have to stay engaging, but students don't put their video on. And sometimes they have their like audio muted as well. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're like talking to a wall. That's awful. And like, also rude, like, don't be rude. Also, you're paying so much money for this class. Why would you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Call me a goody two-shoes, but that's lame. I'm a big class participator, but <laughs> unless it's like a small class. No, I, I was, oh gosh, I was such a big participator. I because I was a bad test taker. So like, oh, I really ranked up those participation points because I'm like a good public speaker. I really like talking in class. I'm like extremely extroverted and I'm a really good BSer. So, so like I was able to make my way through class even though maybe my tests weren't the best or you know my papers weren't that good. But I mean, I definitely knew the material. It was just like, I could talk it out but I could not write it out. I'm not a test taker either. And I feel like I would just go to my teachers and try to befriend them. And I'd be like one time I took a test and I was like, hey, you did a really good job teaching this information, but like I low-key think I have a learning disability. Uh and I don't want you to think I'm not paying attention. And my professor was so nice to me there on out. And like, because I I generally felt bad that I like wasn't testing well because mm-hmm. it wasn't a reflection of me not caring or like him being a poor lecturer, although sometimes that's the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely have a learning disability. I was tested for it. I don't know if it has a certain name or anything, but I just like learn differently than others, I guess. Um, But yeah, in college, that was like, I had to sit in the front of the class. I had to participate, but that was like my only way of focusing and retaining any information. Both of those things are my biggest fear. I hated sitting (laughs) in the front. I would sit in the middle, not the front though. Um, uh, communication people are so different you know because you'll have some communication people like me that are so like like all talk and then I feel like you're a really strong writer and like you connect ideas really well um yeah communications is weird because I feel like there are so many different types of people it really is quite broad I yeah 
sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just waiting in class. Why didn't you do that? But it would literally give me anxiety. And also I think we got to the point where I was like, this isn't a big deal is that I noticed that even if I didn't raise my hand and didn't really mess my grade, didn't change my grade, like it would move like a point one or something. So Dude, I was like, that point one was oh, very wow. golden for me. Is it worth it? No. Especially, <laughs> like, I think the classes that stressed me out, they were like big lecture classes. Like your gen eds? No, like um, like intercultural communications or like the class to get into communications or wow. like yeah, the gen ed anthropology class. And I was like, oh my God. Like, oh, gen ed anthropology, forget it. I did not talk in that class. I didn't know what was happening ever, but I think I ever freshman year. Uh, I took anthropology lot like last year, but I, when they first announced participation points, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like, I, I'm going to fail because I don't want to sp- like talk in front of all these people. And then you realize it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> so I was like, why would I risk embarrassing myself in these big lectures? Yeah. So I think that's going to be it for this week. Sorry. We were a little bit all over the place, to be honest. We just had a lot to catch up on. Um, and I kind of like the style of us just like gabbing, I think. Um, how interesting it is to other people but I do yeah but honestly it like helps me I don't know about you but doing this podcast just helps me clear my head to be honest um and also hearing back like when I edit hearing back what I'm saying I'm like wait that is good advice I should listen to my own advice basically you're making this podcast into your therapy session oh yeah basically so why am I paying $50 every two weeks to go see Anita when I I don't know Cameron maybe you should edit one of these podcasts and see how you feel you might feel better about yourself just saying um so yeah make sure to follow us on Instagram to see any of your updates um maybe we'll go on Clubhouse who knows (laughs) we're full of empty oh we're full of so many empty promises but to be honest we're all are really busy and life's been crazy and we gotta give ourselves some grace thanks tran tran for the new vernacular is that the word i think so (laughs) um but i hope y'all have a lovely lovely week we missed you guys so much and i just missed talking with you cameron this little every day I know but like if we you know what I mean it's different it's different (laughs) when we actually like sit down and have a conversation because sometimes it's just us complaining about work or like look at my plant I have that's our conversation also I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous episode but I did start a vegetable garden and it is dying don't really know and I planted wildflowers and they have died so I need to get another indoor plant I recommend I'm still on a mission I know the ZZ plant I need to get the ZZ plant but I haven't found it anywhere I went to Lowe's and I couldn't find it maybe I'm deep yeah I guess ZZ plants everywhere all the time but like let Kat know if you have any other plant wrecks ZZ plants are great because they're good for low light but you don't even really have to water them that much like I ignored mine I was only putting like the leftover diffuser water in it for a hot minute for a while and that's my technique of how I'm watering too I just fill up my diffuser at the end of the night and I have like maybe a quarter of the way left of water so I just dump it 
into my my IV and that's my watering system. So yeah, if y'all have any recommendations on plants, I need low light, low effort, high survival rate. <laughs> rock. <laughs> A pet rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Did, yeah. Anyway, um Thank you again for listening. We appreciate you and we hope you have a beautiful week and get your cute little booty outside and go for a walk. Yeah. That's my advice. What's your advice this week? Advice segment. Okay. I was going to say go for a walk. Sit outside. Just Yeah. Even like on my lunch break. Drink some water. Just be a plant. Basically. My new- We all take care of our plants so well. You need to start looking at yourself as a plant. You basically are. Anyways, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. Bye.